This is Blended, a family podcast with me, Bree, and me, Caroline, just two mamas who chose to make our blended family thrive. We share stories, pump up step parents, root for positive blended family dynamics, and through it all, we get to lead with grace, heal, learn, and grow. You guys, today we are launching our very first ever podcast. On today's episode, we're discussing our co-parenting dynamic and how we make our blended families thrive. We are sharing our journey through our healing, what we would have wanted to tell another family working through these dynamics, and what our highs and lows are in co-parenting thus far. So sit back, enjoy, and welcome to Blended. There's no doubt everyone loves true crime podcasts these days, and there's a new podcast that you will want to add to your playlist, Murder Mondays. Host Nicole Simmons travels and interviews victims and families of murderers in South Carolina. She's a small-town girl who's a wife and business owner, and Murder Mondays is a passion project for her. She brings you the facts and personal stories of the people affected by the most heinous crimes in South Carolina. If you enjoy true crime podcasts, Murder Mondays is for you. Murder Mondays with your host, Nicole Simmons available on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and other podcast players. Add Murder Mondays with Nicole Simmons to your playlist right now. All right, Bree. All right. You just drove all the way here. I'm so excited. Ran out of the house. I know. To hug you. And our camera catched like our butts only. But it was the intention. The intention was there. I'll, I'll um, place the setting, or what is this called? This is, yeah, our setting. So we're both drinking Yuletide um, tea. In the dining room of a 100-year-old house. Country home. Yes, and some coffee cups that don't match each other. And, and a little Newberry. Yes, Newberry. And, um, I love Newberry. If anybody is looking to go to South Carolina, if you need a moment in Mayberry, it's Newberry. Yes. I lo- every time I come here, I feel like I just stepped into like the 1930s, 40s. I don't know, just, but the beautiful Main Street and how clean it is, well, and it's you just don't so know it small yet, town. But I have a schedule for us, and I'm oh, take, I'm taking you to the coffee shop today. I love the tours around Newberry. One time I came up here, and you guys took us on a walking tour at night. Remember that? Yes, that was, that so was when I made up the word historican or something. Yeah, historican. Uh, yes. You're a historian. <laughs> Y'all will pick up on I make up my own words. I have my mm-hmm. own vocabulary. And How one day when we out? interview Ryan, he'll tell you about Carolinisms. Carolinisms. I like that. Yes. So this is it. This is our first episode. Mm-hmm. And we are being vulnerable and we're telling people about us. Yeah. And what we're doing here. And we are um, the very first thing we did was sat down really and just talked about uh, what our mission statement is. And... Um, I kind of like what we came up with. I think this really encompasses everything that we do on a daily basis, but this is what we want to highlight in what we're doing in this podcast. So really, um, we were just revolutionizing our journey in co-parenting while we dig in and heal and build our blended dynamic. And this is all while encouraging uh, blended families to lead with grace and forgiveness and understanding. I love it. Yeah, I think it's really cool. It flows. And you are going to hear so much about that mission statement over the years because I see this just going on for such a long time. We've actually talked about it like eight years doing this. And 
Um, we're official. We have a microphone <laughs> and software and all the things. Uh, but definitely, y'all are going to grow with us. You're going to hear us start from from this and learn our editing skills. Y'all are going to hear lots of ums and buts until we can figure out how to edit it all yeah. out. And sometimes you're going to be hearing, um, as I've learned, some information about each other and ourselves that we've never heard ourselves first. So um, there's been already, like in a couple episodes we recorded a couple weeks ago, um, you would say something and drop some truth knowledge. And I would be like, "Um, give me a second. I'm processing what you said. (laughs) I mean, great. This is great. This is good. I'm not learning brand new information. But yeah, let's keep going. It's just a perspective. Yeah. um, It's our healing journey, too. Mostly for you, because I'm the step parent. So Brie is the mother of Cheyenne, and I am the step parent, Caroline. I guess we need to introduce ourselves. Yeah, that would be a good start. So uh, Brianna, me, Brie, married Ryan. And um, had a beautiful daughter, Cheyenne. Uh, we didn't work out, but Cheyenne is such a beacon of light that we want to do whatever we can to um, create a beautiful world for her. So Ryan went on to marry Caroline, and I went on to marry Chase. And together, the four of us really just have this amazing dynamic. It hasn't always been easy. Um, sometimes I feel like we're imposters, but we're getting through it and we're doing it and we're every day. It's just, it so looks fun. better, better. And every day y'all people have encouraged us to do this and asked us to talk about our story. And I'm not a writer. I'm a numbers person. And so a podcast is the platform, but Shine also has siblings as well. So Brie and Chase had three other girls, yep. um, Olivia, Magnolia, and Clementine. And then Ryan and I had two other children. We have Wild Mr. Brody and Sadie. Um, So she is um, babysitting, if anybody needs a a babysitter. (laughs) She is well-versed in babysitting. (laughs) Yes, and she's so talented at it. Um, But same with siblings, needs her breaks from them. So Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and dive in um, and get to... Yeah, so I'm really curious... um, you have we both have always wanted to do this podcast um but you have like kept this fire burning for years like whereas I can be like yeah yeah podcast sounds good and then go on with other passions you've constantly and continuously had this passion for this um so my question I guess is what do you want from this podcast like where do you see it going what where Hmm. where the direction and um like what you know why we got why we were doing this Oh, well, first I would say <clears throat> so many people, like, has commented on our posts on social media and have, like, intentionally have asked us, mm-hmm. like, called and have reached out. Mm-hmm. I know to you. I know I had a cousin, like, reach out and be like, how in the world, like, can you even hug her? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, one, that was a place for that. And then, uh, secondly, <clears throat> not just for the podcast, but for – in general, like our where how we got to where we are is early in our journey. I realized I didn't want to greet drop offs and picks up pickups with so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I dealt a lot with an, um, jealousy and envy towards you and and the successes that you were having when I felt you know like Ryan and I were just like in the weeds of, of that current season that we were in and. Um, as I went through that journey and, and healed and grew, 
I guess what I want people to know is like how I went through those steps, how you went through those steps for us to be um, leading with the, the grace and the forgiveness and understanding that we, we do every day. Yeah. Um, and forgiveness is a big key. We talk about, like we talk about grace a lot, but we talk about forgiveness because um, through this podcast and just not even through, before the podcast started, um, we've really been much more intentional about the time we spend together. I think mm-hmm. just about every time we spend together, if it's not just a quick drop off, is full of just dynamic like conversations and, and peeling away the layers of our relationship with each other and me and Ryan. And um, I'm really just learning so much about myself and how I've affected others and the ripple effect um, of my decisions and and how other people's decisions don't have to be, their ripples don't have to come into my pool, you know. Um, so it's really just been a big... Um, learning process and I'm just not done I'm not done yeah. learning I don't want to ever be done peeling away mm. these layers and growing how this yeah is supposed to be how this is supposed to um relate to Cheyenne and her adult life I gotta paint a picture of like what our drop-offs actually look like they're oh, not yeah. like surface level like how's your garden how's your chickens mm-hmm. how are your kids oh no we're 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 in like deep conversations in a parking lot every time crying and hugging and laughing with truck drivers like staring at us and (laughs) gas station goers because right now we're at a we drop off at a gas station it's so funny Um, yeah we never just have brief conversations unless it's chase chase is really a man of no words So when Chase shows up at Dropout, you probably are like, oh, okay, it's a it's a run and go kind of thing. Well, I'm like, oh, I'll be back at this time. Mm, it's you. It's Bree. It's Bree and Caroline dropping out now. We'll see. You yeah, Chase it. knows. I even said I should be home for dinner tonight, and he kind of just rolled his eyes. I'm like, no, really. <laughs> I'm really gonna try. And then we say a million goodbyes. I really gotta go. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're good Southern ladies that way. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, you talk a lot about onion layers. Mm-hmm. Do you want to mention more about that healing for you? Yeah. Um, so being the mom um, who – and divorced from Ryan, I didn't just get to like, yeah, this isn't working out, bro. Like, peace out. Like, I had to take a piece with him wherever I go for mm-hmm. so many years, you know? Um, and part of – the one of the – one of many um, – pivotal points I had to change my thinking as when I look at Cheyenne and she'd do something that isn't like that's your father (laughs) it was it had to be less like that even if I didn't voice it which p.s we're in 2022 now like don't talk shit about your spouse Mm -hmm. if whether you're divorced from him or married just don't talk shit about your spouses in front of your kids even other family members grandparents Uh, anybody that was the best advice I'd ever given like yeah there might be some times where I'm like oh my god Chase Um, but I don't talk bad about my husband in front of people mm-hmm. or to groups of friends. Um, really, there's not much Chase bad Chase can do. Chase, <laughs> Chase is my little. Chase is so great. I know he's he's amazing. Um, but rule number one is just not to talk about your spouse or ex spouse in a negative way in front of the kids. I think that is a good rule mm-hmm. to start with. Um, but changing the mindset of not being like, oh, that's you're totally your dad, but like, oh my god, that. I used to know a guy like you. You're totally like him. <laughs> oh, my God. Make you remind me of something. You know. And just changing that perspective because there's so many things that Cheyenne does. And I'm just like, I didn't I didn't divorce your dad because of that. No. <laughs> you know? Like, she'll, she'll show something. I'm like, hmm, that's definitely Ryan. 
That's so I funny. I appreciate that, you know. Yes. But um, so those are where the the onion layers come in because mm-hmm. if I can accept um, Cheyenne. Yes, I birthed her, and and she's a part of me. But if I can accept those qualities in Cheyenne, then I can set aside whatever pride, whatever's Mm -hmm. blocked me, and accept Ryan for those same, you know, things. What's funny is you grow even with your spouse. Like, you learn to love some of their flaws. And the thing is they change over time. Um, Ryan and I are – we're all big advocates – well, I'm not speaking for you, but Ryan Mm -hmm. and I are big advocates of counseling, and we were in a counseling session – and he made the statement of, well, you knew who I was when you married me. And I looked at him. I was like, well, I am not the same person that you married. And I will not be the same person I am today in yeah. five or ten years. I'm constantly growing. And it was a big light bulb moment, not just for him, but for both of us, for growth in the sense of we're constantly changing and growing. Yeah. And who are we to be idle and stuck in this? And so, like, you grow in love with people's flaws because maybe that flaw today isn't going to be their flaw in five years but now they have a new one right um but there's traits of people there's like habits or things but i'm a believer like you can break a habit like you can make a podcast at a dining room table (laughs) that's true (laughs) and giving yourself and your spouse um that room to do that growing and you know we could apply this to divorce spouses or divorce relationships too like I had to know, or I was, I mean, I was really hoping, but I had to know that Ryan was going to change. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was going to, the man I was divorcing wasn't necessarily going to be the man he is now. Mm -hmm. And I knew that. I was just hoping it was going to go in a direction, a positive direction. Or it happen faster. Or it could have happened Hurry up and change. Or we could still be waiting. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the timeline, I wasn't in control of. The way it happened, I wasn't in control Mm -hmm. of. But um, you kind of just have to give that, uh, that person the the space of change and do that you know and and change with them or change alongside them or however that looks but crazy I kind of have just like a vision of like that first year of life for a child like Mm -hmm. they learn how to crawl they learn how to walk they get their first teeth like all this growing in like one year yeah and then you're like ah now they're a toddler yeah no like it doesn't stop just because we learn how to walk and got our teeth like hey, this year, in their first year of life, so much happens. Well, guess what? At 33 this year, there's a lot of growth. It's still going, yeah. I'm going to have a lot of growth this year. Yeah. But. And this, and sometimes it's like that. Like, in my like year, my 30th year, there was a lot I learned. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't really learn a lot from 26 to 30. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was just, you know, you just have to. Seasons. Yeah. And I love open it. to it. Uh, that's one thing y'all are going to hear from me a lot on this. I talk about, like, a certain season of life. Um, and that was something that a friend gave me advice on. But back when we were living in Charleston, and um, it kind of like helped me like see, hey, like we're in this season, and it's not going to be fall forever. Like mm-hmm. it will eventually turn winter, or or whatever it was. But it gave me a visual to think like this is just a season of life, and and this will too change. Yeah, but I love that. Yeah. So, um, so let me ask one. One more question, maybe two, before we wrap this one up, um, this episode up, our very first episode. Yay! What has been your favorite co-parenting moment? What has been something that um, when you have a highlight of all of our co-parenting moments flash before your eyes, what is one of them that makes that real? Gosh, okay. Um, 
Can I start? Can I start with mine? Yeah, you, okay. yeah, you do because I was like, I have one, but I don't know. I really, really enjoyed the year that um, we met up at the zoo for Christmas to do oh, our exchange. Oh yes, and you. I mean, told us you were pregnant with Sadie. And that wasn't even my favorite part. Like, the, it really was the fact that we did something festive, all the kids, you know, and it, it was the all lies. appropriate. Yes, but the fun. fact that you dropped it on us finally before anybody else, I was the first well, yeah, to know. Well, yeah, you were the first to know. Like, I'm trying You'll to understand remember. why that's so important that I was the first to know about Sadie <laughs> later on in the next couple episodes coming. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is... I'm trying to remember if I even did I tell my parents yet? No. Uh you might have told your mom and dad, but you didn't tell you didn't do your I, train announcement thing. Oh, yet. then you were first first. Oh, okay. Then like, I was first. No first. Your mom and dad found on the train? On the train. Oh, okay. Everyone found out on the train. Right? Okay. She did a cute little announcement on a train because her dad's a, a train conductor. Yeah, he's an engineer. engineer. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was really cute. But before that, I got to find yeah, out. Yeah, Brie got to be first. <laughs> and People think we're crazy, but um, over my friendship journeys in the last, let's see, Cheyenne's 12, almost 13, in the last 12 years, um, I broke down the other day at a a, a drop-off and told her, I was like, you've been my most consistent friend. And to me, that's like a best friend. And um, a lot of people think we're crazy for being like, hey, you're my best friend. Yeah. (laughs) But when, but when I guess Ryan's consistent with his type, we're <laughs> not best friends, you know. <laughs> we really are um, two peas in a pod, I think. And we have our like our strengths and our weaknesses like line up. Where like my weaknesses are some of your strengths yeah. and vice versa. And so, y'all, we could rule the world. We could. I mean, let's try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, one last question. Uh, wait, did you say... No, no I, you didn't even answer. So, I don't have, like, the happy, like, Christmas story, but one that I think sticks out to me... Well, okay, I have two. One, I remember our first Halloween in that house yeah, that was renting and Brody was, like, a baby. It was my parents' house in Somerville, in Sangaree. No, 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 not the oh. Halloween. We did a pumpkin carving. Oh, yes. Yeah, a little and pumpkin that carving part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in that thing. That one was really special, but that was, like, our... First, first ever, like all together, and yeah. like me really meeting like who your mom was, and and we sat again forever and talked to that day. Talk, I, like yeah. the party was over, people had cl- cleaned up for us, but somehow you and I had like slipped away into Cheyenne's room when we were talking the whole time. Like, oh yeah, and her yeah. room with the big yeah. stuff channel. So I remember that one, and then I would say another big fun family moment. But and we're gonna do like a deeper dive on this one, but. Um, it was a 4th of July and I messed up. I made plans. It was their year. Um, and so like I say this because it could have blown up. It could have been like. Cause similar situations had blown up in the past. I think. Yeah. I, or not like blown well, up, but like hard feelings. Like. Yeah. I mean, I could have. And instead schedules. of like, oh, well too bad to like all those things. I immediately called Bray and was like, I messed up. I'm so sorry. Like, this is what I did. I booked an entire house and <laughs> at the beach yeah. for the 4th of Gotta July and it's your year. And Brie could have been like, so sorry. Oh, well. Yeah. And instead she was like, okay, we'll pivot. We'll adjust. And she was upset, obviously, because they had their own plans. Um, and I think y'all ended up coming down to the beach house and spending time. Yeah, we did. But um, I say that was like one of my highlights because that was like something I want other families to know. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be the last time I mess up either. We do have to do like almost a whole episode on that because it, it there's a lot of good points on that one because yes, I was upset, but I wasn't even upset for me. I was upset because of, again, ripple effect. Like, um, I think Rose and Tony were going to be in town. So it was grandparents that, that don't usually get to see her too. So it was like, 
it wasn't just, just me. Affecting it was you. yeah, and that's another great point in co-parenting. It's like when you get your kid for the weekend, it's like not just your time with her. I have parents and grandparents and extended group. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to see Cheyenne at you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like And we do a whole episode about like the highlights of Cheyenne's life. Like every weekend yes. is like <laughs> the exciting thing. Disney World trip. I know, yeah. I know. So I um, guess that would also be like one of my hardest, hardest ones, ones is too. like it's like putting your pride aside and coming to you like I messed up. But what yeah. about for you? What's one of your hardest? Um well I know we'll touch on this too in another one. I think there was a time when the cops were called early on in our co parenting that I think that was yeah. the hardest. But you know what? In doing this and talking about it, because we talked about it, and I think I was finally able to voice some of what I was feeling over the years out loud to you, it's honest, it's, it doesn't feel so hard anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even in those few moments, like, this was literally 20 minutes ago we had this conversation, that moment doesn't feel as hard. Like, yeah. I, get, I understand it a lot better. So I'm like, What's process. so funny is, like, we finally have a conversation, and we should hit record during them. Oh, but yeah. But then, like, we're like, oh, man, we didn't record yeah. that. So oh, sure. we're do that again. <laughs> You'd probably have to censor out a lot of our conversations <laughs> when I'm talking. I have a very colorful language. Oh, it's great. <laughs> so it's funny, um, like Cheyenne, like raising her. Another another thing to mention on our first episode. So Cheyenne has spent the f- first portion of her rearing mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, in the primary home of the mother. And we're going to do an entire episode about like actual legal paperwork. Like yes. all of the what's we'll happened with that. the attorney. But the best way to give the cliff notes is we have what's called 50-50 um, custody. And whoever's home Cheyenne lives in the primary home with has, like, final say. So, like, let's say we can't decide on the 4th of July thing. Whoever, like, Bree had the right that day to be like, well, like, this is the final decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. But we both have full access to all of her school, medical, all of those things. Um, we have equal custody. Yeah. And then, um, so Cheyenne from birth to sixth grade? Sixth grade, yeah. Yeah. Um, was in the primary home of her mother. And our mature sixth graders, I will say, I think blended families, like, make a child grow up in a different oh, yeah. way. But then there's major um, immatureness in other areas. Yeah. Um, started, like, voicing it almost over, like, a six-month period. I will say it was when COVID hit because yeah, that was the first time she was able to spend more than just a weekend at your guys' yeah. house. She was now at an age to, like, form a relationship with her dad. Mm-hmm. So she was really like, oh, I want to go hang out here too yeah. more. He's like, you know cool what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, it was definitely when COVID hit. And so during that two-year COVID time, it was two weeks here, two weeks there. Yeah, it was, like, almost, like, month on, yeah. month off. It always depended on, like, ah, I don't want to drive today. Right. <laughs> it was de- it was all convenience, and that really worked for us in both of our Honestly, I think we could have gone through high lifestyles. school with that. Yeah. Um, oh, that would have been great. It would have been great. But it's so hard because teenagers want to make friends. I know. Um, and I think that was a lot of her decision, too. And one day we'll let her have an opinion on this on the podcast. But, like... I was so tired of my kids in the house. Like, I signed them up for a swim team and, like, outside activities. Yes, yeah. Um, and she did form other relationships here. Um, and you were in a season with three younger girls were, like, taking her to, let's say, just soccer practice. Yeah. Like, it was a marathon. It was insane. <laughs> and, like, now we're in a, a, li- a chapter of our lives where we're not as active with that mm-hmm. because we're in a rural area. We're concentrating on, you know, our little acreage bubble. But, um... So where 
if I was less of a woman, I'd feel like a little uh, less than because you're able to provide a lot more of those things for her now and I can't. But I honestly don't look at it that way. I'm so glad that if I can't be doing it for her that she has you and Ryan to to get her to practices. I think I drove her to softball the other day with my pajama shorts on. I didn't realize. I don't know how you're doing this. Really. Like, I know, like, you have small town Newberry here, and you guys have a great support system, and she gets carpooled and rides and Brody and Sadie. But, like, between Cub Scouts and softball and Beta Club, and I'm just – and small businesses and reinventing yourselves over and over. I don't know how you guys do it. It's crazy. I drown at night. Ryan and I joke. (laughs) We fist bump each other every morning. Obviously, we give each other a goodbye kiss. But we have this joke. We fist bump in the morning, and we, like, see you in bed. And this past week, I don't think we have, like, made contact with each other until after 9 o'clock every single night. Um, And But, you know, I look back. I will miss this season. Yes. Um, I will miss these busy days. Hey y'all, it's Cheyenne here from the podcast Blended. You know, the reason why my mother and stepmother are best friends. We absolutely love sharing our life's journey with y'all. Speaking of sharing, did you know that my stepmother Caroline is a mortgage lender with Geneva Financial? She would love to help you purchase a new home, refinance your existing home, or even help with a cash out refinance. Our family would love to work for you. Simply reach out to Caroline at carolines at genevafi.com. That's Caroline with an S at G-E-N-E-V-A-F-I dot com. Copyright 2022, Geneva Financial, LLC, NMLS, number 42056. All loans subject to qualifying factors. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lending, Arizona, BK number 09102154. Full terms and privacy notice at GenevaFi.com. Hey everybody, through this journey, we have been connected to so many amazing people. We have connected with the Cosgrave family who has a song on Spotify called Blended Family. I have linked it in our show notes if you would like to listen and a clip of it will be played at the very end of the episode. So stay tuned to listen to Blended Family by Martlin Crossgrave. So what's one wish that you would have for Cheyenne in hearing this podcast? Yeah. Let's hope she loves it because I feel like, who knows, she'll probably be like, you guys ruined my life with that stupid (laughs) podcast you had for 18 years. I think right now she just wants to be a guest on it. Oh, good. We'll interview her. We'll give her a good interview. I think she should like make the music for our intro song. Oh, that'd be cool. We should give her some techie thing to do for, because I don't know what to be doing. Y'all are already hearing the first intro song because we got to come up with one. I know. That was Cheyenne. I'm <laughs> we don't know yet. Um, I, I would say I, I just hope she looks back at her childhood one day when, when she is a mother and realize this is our work. Um, for me, I hope um, she feels the love of Jesus in my home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I hope that she um, knows how many times that we failed and um, 
forgave and fixed and and like trudged through the hard things to to grow and to do better um not just for her but like for ourselves for um all of our family and for this world um there's a parenting quote out there that says our job as parents are to create contributing members to society Mm -hmm. meaning like people who go out and do do things um not just for like a corporation but for their neighbors and for the world and for the earth and and in all places um but yeah i just i just hope she looks back especially at all like the discipline we're in a season of a lot of discipline with a teenager that she looks back and sees that was all out of of love Mm -hmm. um even though like i feel like some days we're just in the season of like raising our voices um but it's something i'm working on like i'm trying to be like i don't want to raise my voice at you um I think we're just all, like, even in co-parenting and in parenting, period, singularly, I mean, we're just trying to be heard mm. over what everything else they're hearing, you know? Mm. Um, all right, your turn. If what, what do you want Cheyenne to know? <laughs> and I, without, see if you can do it without crying. I know, right? <laughs> God, I saw the tears coming. I was like, no, don't. Don't start crying. Um, gosh. Okay, how about we just break this up for you? Every time I try to think of something I want to t- tell her that I'm like, but then I could tell her. That. But it's like a rabbit hole, right? Like you keep thinking. How but can I, I think get there's deeper different deeper um, seasons for you. Like I think there's mm-hmm. something that you need to tell like three year old Cheyenne. Mm-hmm. I think oh, there's yeah. something that you need to say to teenager Cheyenne, and then thirty year old Cheyenne. Yeah, three year old Cheyenne. I would say. Hmm. I don't even know. hold on. Let me bring it back to one year old. When I was a single mom, because I, mm. you know, I was a good a single mom for a good part of her first year, essentially. So I would tell me and Cheyenne we'd make it. Mm. Like this yeah. isn't doesn't even look like what it's gonna look like. You mm. know, this is a, a season and it's gonna pass quickly. Um, but then I would tell Cheyenne now that not only can we do hard things, mm. but we can do them humbly. Mm. And we can do them, um, we can do them in whatever volume we want, but we get to choose the volume. So I want her to be passionate, but I want her to ignite with her passion in the way that she feels lit to ignite it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but I need her to, um, or I hope that she just puts the effort into it. Cause that's, that's where you get caught up. You're like... Don't you see your potential? Don't you want to put the effort into? Because if you just put the effort into it, it automatically just spreads like wildfire. Right. But it's Plant get, the seed. Yeah. So I want her to have that confidence just to plant her own seeds. Mm-hmm. And I think she'll, I think she's fine. I think she'll be fine when she sees all her four parents planting the seeds and then her family outside of her four family, her four parents. And um, I think she'll have no, no motivational issues at all, but I just want her to do it humbly. I want her to do it all humbly. All right, 30-year-old Cheyenne. She's not becoming oh a mom. Oh, my God. Um, I was going to – you're going to be in therapy no matter what. <laughs> it's not what we did. Uh- <laughs> I think when we started saying that at some point, it was like, either way, whatever we do, like, she's going to have counseling. Yeah. <laughs> I can promise you I'm trying to do better than what I learned and that's all you're going to promise your children, you know, 30-year-old child. That's what she's going to promise is that she's doing it better. Not that we did it wrong or that she's we did it. her own way. She's just going to do it in a way that's going to be better for her family. Yeah. So. 
And that's okay. She can simultaneously make a better life for her kids and appreciate what we've done for her. Oh, absolutely. I think the main thing that we want to communicate to her is just how much she's loved. And she's been loved this whole time. Mm -hmm. Even through, like, the hard things. Even um, when the hard things wasn't her, it was the parents. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that she was loved when she was the hard thing. Yeah. Um, And that every decision that we make has her in it. And the best way to describe that is, like, I got a job offer in another state. And I didn't even bring it home to my husband. Yeah. Because the first thing was like, nope, Cheyenne. <laughs> yeah, how would that look? Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, like, we decided from early, like, we didn't want to have the co-parenting journey of throwing a kid on a plane. But we've also had the conversations of, like, hey, if we if want to, to happen, move, yeah. like, what's your thoughts? And I'll correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, we've even thought about, well, we just do it all together. Yeah. Or, like... Why wouldn't we all move to (laughs) out of state together? I know. And it's so hard for people to understand that, but that is how she comes think. Yeah. We're a huge unit, and, yes, at the end of the day, we're separate families, and... But, collectively, we just think for Cheyenne. I mean... It was funny. We were at dinner the other night, and, like, we play, okay, what if zombie apocalypse games all the time? Like, (laughs) what if... And, um, the theme is like we wouldn't be with like strangers mm-hmm. um like our unit would conjoin with your unit and all of us together with all of our people would be this like fight I against know, the zombies yeah. and it would, we be, would be us. like an unstoppable <laughs> militia I'm <Yes>. just saying <laughs> um but like we we would our journey if the world changed it would still be all together yeah um, yeah there is no like I don't think there there isn't even a thought like oh if the world starts heading that way that you would go one way and we'd go I mean we'd never see you again goodbye yeah no it (laughs) It would would be like how do we get to each other the quickest way yeah yeah even like with hurricanes because they live uh, Bree and Chase live closer to the coast I just remember like calling like you know come here like we want you here Um, or like calling before it was even like you should evacuate like I think you should evacuate I know <laughs> that there's this one time there was a um I, I still get like Ryan can't tell me what to do um he there was a hurricane coming he's like no really get out of there I'm gonna come get Cheyenne and I was like okay and we went to Tennessee but I was like hold on <laughs> and a lot of that was like me and his ear yeah. because I grew up in the south and I know like I went through Hugo and like I saw we were in a bubble in Mom's <laughs> Corner we're not in that that's true we, we really were in this magical bubble there a hurricane could pass over the top of us and but now it's like you guys get a thunderstorm our power goes out and cross somehow <laughs> like I don't I don't get it uh, it's weird south Carolina but, weather is really weird oh my gosh totally so, not only our love for Cheyenne, but our love for each other. Each other, yeah. <clears throat> um, and our respect for each other mm-hmm. is our biggest thing. I, I I, will say this. I'll say it in every episode if I have to. But, like, it blows my mind how much you care how I feel about a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've shown it. You've shown it in so many different ways. But, like, even down to, like, haircuts. Like, mm-hmm. Cheyenne's haircuts or hair colors or whatever. It's like, hey, you're cool if we go, like pixie cut right you know or just anything drastic hey she wants a third piercing that's cool right no that's not cool because ryan's done that she had ryan somehow at the mall with a friend and her friend's dad i don't even remember this is this who is that a friend i don't know know. yeah and they're together and and she was like hey 
um, dad wants to know if I can get my other hole pierced on my ear. And I'll go, your dad wants to know. <laughs> Give me the phone. Give him the phone. Because and I get on the phone and he's like, yeah, yeah, is that cool? I'll go, Ryan, you want to put a third hole in your, our kid's ear? And he goes, no, no, that doesn't sound that right, does it? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think, I really think Cheyenne had him mixed up and confused and sugared oh, up maybe yeah. at the mall. I don't know, but she was totally taking advantage of the situation. And I'm so glad he called and I stopped that moment. <laughs> I don't even remember that moment. That's so funny. And Well, and it goes vice versa because I think what happened, it was like organically happened early along. Um, I think Cheyenne got sick for the first time with us. Not the first time, but like the first time I can remember. Yeah. And here I am like this... 21 year old kid being like this kid's throwing up all over me <laughs> <What do I> do? <laughs> and um being like i like well what would brie want to know well brie yeah. would want to know like her kid's throwing up yeah and i don't know if it was a phone call or a text message but like i just started communicating like hey she's throwing up this is what i did is and i think it more of start like are these your wishes how would you like is there any more it? i can do like um and yeah. It started earlier, like, er, the early stages was like that, like, that communication. I remember the day she got the flu, um, it was, like, three days before Christmas. The reason why I remember it is because it was the day Ryan graduated from the police academy. Oh, my gosh. And we were at my parents' house, and I stayed up all night long. She was on the couch. I slept Mm -hmm. on the floor. I literally got threw up on. She was, (laughs) and she was, she's not so much anymore. Like, she'll sleep it off, but she's so dramatically ill. Well, all my girls are, but like, they're just like, yeah, but like, they're just so like, and it's not them doing it, but it's just like, they're so like, there's something pathetic about it. Like, oh, like they're really like, oh my gosh, just dying creatures, you know? Well, that was one where like, she was like every 30 minutes. Yeah. It was so bad. And I remember the next morning waking up and trying to get myself ready to go to Ryan's graduation and going like, I don't know if I should take this child and get everybody sick, sick, like all this stuff. And, uh, we went anyways. She threw up once during the ceremony. <laughs> the things will do. <laughs> but she wore this cute little, like, police Halloween costume, to, and Aww. she got to walk across the stage with Ryan. Oh, yeah. So it was this big deal. And then we, that night was the night Ryan actually proposed to me. Aww. So he wanted to go out to eat, and I remember looking at him like, no, I just want to get back to Charleston. I'm exhausted. Yeah. And my dad drove Cheyenne to you, because my dad was knew what was happening yeah. that night. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why would you drive Cheyenne to her mom when we're going home to Charleston? And he was like, I think you should celebrate this victory for Ryan. <laughs> All to say. And he knew the whole time. Yes. And then we had the, I had the flu through Christmas and so did my parents. Oh my gosh, of course. Because that, that was at the end of the year, right? It when was like happened. right there at Christmas. And yeah, it was crazy. That's flu season. All that to say is that we're super good communicators. Yes. And it didn't happen overnight. We've had a whole bunch of grace, mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of forgiveness, and just greet everything with, what's their perspective? Yeah. And I, and, I mean, when you're at this point... If you're at the point where you're co-parenting, where this podcast is even relevant to you, then you've already done the hard thing. You've already mm-hmm. had to go through divorce proceedings and breakups and fights. And the the least you can do, the very last hard thing you can do is make this work for them, for the kids, you know? Um, so it does take a little reaching down, deep down. But um, at the end of the day, we're just, we're putting a side pride and we're leading with grace. Yep. Revolutioning our journey 
and co-parenting while we dig in, heal, build our blended dynamics while encouraging other blended families to lead with grace, forgiveness, and understanding. Guys, I'm absolutely beaming with pride listening to Bree and my first podcast. We finally recorded it and we finally finished it. We have been talking about this for years and I'm just so excited that you joined us today and listened to our journey. I hope that you enjoyed it just as much as I did. Guys, for other people to find us, we need you to like and subscribe to our podcast, share it and tell other families about our journey and maybe we can help them as well Um, keep a lookout for our next episode we're looking to try to launch a new episode every two weeks on a monday so we'll be ready for you for that car drive or for whatever you've got to get done Um, thank you again so much for listening and help other people find us